0: Y'all already know what it is, your boy Yako, what it do, the outlet to reality, the whole is podcast in Vegas and Chicago, what up, this is the place where you want to hide from your drama or maybe hide from your baby mama, uh-huh. don't like, share, comment and subscribe, ching, ching. just kidding but anyways fans, thank you for staying tuned, today we have a very special special guest who's one of the best directors i met in Vegas, and also a TikToker, give it up for Naomi. What's up, girl?
1: What's up, what's up? Thank you so much for having me today, David. That
0: Of course, Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, for my fans out there, I do want to share a really nice story that I could remember with Naomi. So pretty much, we have a lot of rehearsals throughout the week. And one day I came up with this idea. I was like, you know what? How about we have everybody together on a Saturday night Let's, you know, me at my place can have, you know, rehearsal, have a good time. So Naomi comes first. She's a, one of the first people here. I ain't gonna lie. Be real. When she's a director, she got her hat on and she'd be like, "I right, can, can you do it again? You know you know and, and she don't play around. She don't play around. She for real. And and I like that she's very blurry. If I don't get criticism, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. The best part after the whole rehearsal, you know, we're taking a few shots. I was like, you know what? We should put some bad money, bad money, baby. And then put some (laughs) merengue. And and Naomi, she's like, all right, cool. So I grabbed her, right? I'm like, and we're dancing, right? And I'm in my head, I'm like, maybe she don't know, you know, merengue, right? And she's moving. I could see it. And she's like, you didn't think white girl could dance. I was like, ah, you know what? You shocked me. You shocked me. I <laughs> said, and and it was so funny because at the end of the dance, right? Because I'm I'm thinking already ahead of the song. I uh I actually did a dip on Naomi, right? Almost like Beauty and the Beast, and then she, she was like. <laughs> She was like, I don't let nobody dip me. I said, I know. I'm different. You know, I said, yeah, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Pull up. <laughs> but that's one of my favorite memories. I ain't going to lie. One of the best times of my life. And, and Naomi, for real, what was your impression when you first met me?
1: Um, well, I got a lot of different first impressions when I met everybody. You know, we did all meet a um stage rehearsal so everyone was kind of already on the seats or anything and I was kind of walking my way up meeting everybody um but with you I got like a very like you were in a what was it like kind of a tuck situation where you were like in a suit and so I was like damn like this and like am I gonna am I gonna is he's like low-key comedian like what is this you know he's a suit you know you don't expect a lot from a man in a suit and I was just like well okay and then he gets on stage and I'm like this motherfucker's loud. I was like, God damn. And I just thought it was really funny. And I was like, he's going to have a really good, strong, confident character because of his, like, he's just raised himself very strong and confidently. And then I got to know you on that, like, one night we, were, we all got together at your place. And I didn't know you were this hilarious. Like, you're like, I'm a podcast. You're like, showing me your TikToks. Your TikToks with Chucky are one of my favorite ones. Like, <laughs> You are just very hilarious, and as I'm getting to know you more, like my first impression was right. Yeah, he may seem like this very upfront professional man, but let him just show you a couple tricks up his sleeve, and you'll see how comedic he can be.
0: <laughs> Much love, I love that. Thank you, thank you. Of course. <laughs> oh man, now, girl, r- real quick, I, I do want to pick at your brain a little bit, so so my fans to know a little bit more of you and your fans to Tell us a little bit, like. What what got you moving to Vegas, right? Was it somebody that influenced you? Was it the flu? Was it the boo? Was it the the who? I don't know. No, That's kidding. <laughs> I am just kidding. It
1: was a plethora. Let me tell you, David. It was I had a lot on my plate, and I come from a very small farm town up in northern Nevada, up in the Ruby Mountains, and so, like, there's not much for people up there unless you intend to stick with the mines or, you know, want to be a farmer or a teacher or work in some governmental position. Like, there wasn't much going. So, uh, my parents at the time were just like, yeah, let's push you out down to Vegas. You know, like, there's bigger things, bigger, brighter things, a lot of job opportunities, um, and I really wanted to get into acting and my further my career. Um, and Vegas was like the best way to do it because it was close to home. But I also had those connections to Hollywood and Los Angeles and New York and things like that. So Vegas is a very good starting point for anybody looking in, you know, like on the West Coast to not be within all of those pressurized um, social stigmas like Hollywood and Los Angeles is. This is a very good like gateway into that area. So Vegas is just a very safe environment for me to grow and start.
0: I love it. Love it. Ooh, good answer. I like that. I like that. Now, I I do want to know how did you fi- So for those who don't know, me and Naomi are going to be in one of the biggest place here in Vegas. It's called the Muddle Murder Thornton menard I think I said the last part right. Oh, oh I did it.
1: <laughs> it's just like you and a couple of the words. <laughs> like order. <laughs> it's like it's man, a muddled murder at Compton Manor.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. See, I'm telling you guys, she, she knows me real well. I got to watch out. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? got to watch out. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, I'm really curious because when I met you the first time, I remember you were really quiet in the, our, in the stage, right? And I'm not going to lie. You were dressed up like in a really nice blouse. You know, you're really tall. So I'm thinking she's a lawyer. She's making sure that nobody's messing up. So she ain't got to sue nobody. You know <laughs> and I was afraid to ask a question because she might say, um, objective. So I was a little scared. I was, I was sweating a little bit because I don't really talk to lawyers, you know what I'm saying? And in the movies, they always depict the lawyer really tall pretty you know what i'm saying with nice blouse so hold oh, that i look intimidating i mean, I you're, mean about, you're about
1: to put my ego that much how i'm like dang man look at me go <laughs> oh
0: man no, i'm glad i'm the first it's because you know what to be honest you're very mature for your age you you have this persona i don't know where it is but like I could tell you're like a strong fighter. I don't know how. I don't know who who taught you this, but like like have that in you, which is a good thing because you don't look like a very you don't get scared a lot. I don't think I, I feel like you you you've been through a lot that made you so like this. You see, know so <laughs> lock it up like
1: a hook. Oh yeah, right. Definitely me. I hold that everything. And my biggest motto is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like everybody you talk to in your entire life will have some traumatic event that had happened to them that had shaped them to where they are today. You know, I'm no different from anybody else you meet on the street. I've had my fair share of trials and errors and a lot of trauma that's happened, but I don't dwell on them. I take them as life lessons. I learn from them and I use that as an opportunity to get better so with all that maturity you're saying it's just me understanding that things happen but you still wake up tomorrow and you're breathing so what are you going to do with what happened you know what are you going to make out of it are you going to complain about it are you going like, to have that to benefit your life
0: oh oh i love that i love that. That's deep <laughs> philosophical <laughs> and see, and see I, that's why i had it i had to bring you here girl because I, I love your energy i feel like you're a great storyteller. I already know that. oh hey, hey, yes. <laughs> oh, man, girl. No, but for real, I- I'm really happy you're here. You don't understand. And, and I want to ask you one little thing. Uh, how did you meet Rebecca? Like what got you part of this production?
1: Um, So I actually uh, I've never done anything film um, related. I've always ever done theater since I was five always musical theater or just plays. Um, So I got this call for a commercial audition at the studio group. And I was like, cool. Never done one before. And it's in the next 16 hours. So I better learn what I'm supposed to learn. And so I show up, I'm nervous. I'm like shaking. And I'm like, trying not to bother anybody, you know, and Rebecca's sitting over there. And she has my resume. And she's like, looking at it. She's pointing at me talking with somebody. And I'm like, Oh, my God, they hate me. Like, I have no experience. They're like, what is this noob doing here? Get her out, you know. And uh, she like starts to walk over at me. And I'm like, sitting there. I'm like, clenching my butt i'm like oh, no she's gonna tell me to leave <laughs> and she comes over she goes so i have this play that i've been doing and she goes off on this rant uh this tangent of why she wrote it you know for her co- class that she's coaching for all of the um some actors trying to get into theater or those you know just coaching on the theater side of things um to help better them and she said it's kind of turned into more of just a, a coaching class we have an actual play that we're putting on for a charitable function and all of the money raised from it is going for a cancer foundation for the the cancer research foundation and I was like well I I identify that a lot like I just lost my dad to cancer not just eight months ago um so I was like I you know I'm really I really want to help support so is there anything that I can help you you know volunteer work you need a stagehand you need someone to do you know props or this I was like I a part of it to help you, you know, have this be a very successful fundraiser. And um, she was like, yeah, I'll come on as a script prompter. Um, I'll show you the crew, you know, this is great for you. Um, just observe getting that experience under your belt too. And I was like, you know, 100% anything just showing up and watching is the best, you know, experience in my head that you can ever learn. Um, besides from physically doing it. So I could just kind of asked me to come on and Um, I offered help and then from there it kind of progressed into becoming one of the directors and as well as playing one of the characters on stage so I truly believe good things come to those who wait and um, who are very kind and put things out into the world and manifest like good things will come good things will come so I like that
0: I really appreciate that you sharing that and uh, I'm happy to have you part of the, you know, the team, the production has improved a lot because now we know who's serious and who's not. I'm going to be real. So we need that. We need that toughness right there. And, and you got it. You got what it takes. And I do want to say uh, for everybody out there, the play is so funny. One of the funniest plays Um, I've heard it so many times. So, like, I laugh a lot. But I got to say, A Good Time, it's like a crime, a drama slash comedy, everything you need, we got it.
1: It's straight up a slapsticks comedy dinner theater. Like, if you're looking for some good food, some good laughs, and then you get to go home, like a little tipsy, a little drunk, maybe got to call the D, you know, come get you. It's going to be a blast and everybody I believe should come The play itself is free, but the dinner is going to be $15 a ticket and all of the money does go to the charitable foundation of cancer research. So it's all for a good cause, but it's also good entertainment too. So
0: yeah. Oh yeah. And don't forget it's June 24th, 30 PM. So don't be late because we're going to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> doors will be shut. <laughs> Now, girl, I, I do got to ask you something a little personal, right? A little personal. And and I want to ask you, what do you think is what people are? Because I know your stuff is really funny. You know, you're very comedic, very. I love like your stories and, and you post. It just makes my day because I be bored at work sometimes, but I don't know what to watch. Like, and I get no a note. A note. I there, your friend said, I posted something and I'm like, ding, ding. So I go, Cling. You see, So I, I got to ask, girl, what what do you think captures people's attention? Because I know your video, one of your video went viral. I ain't going to lie.
1: Yes. Um, so for if it comes like just as a TikTok or just in general, like what catches people's eyes to watch you to like keep that like follow button, that subscribe button that, you know, I'm going to hang on to this person and try to get to know their lives and be a part of it. Um, a lot of it is consistency. Um, and it's to connect with your fans as if, you know, what we're doing here, as if we're FaceTiming, you know, one-on-one, not just with millions, but with one-on-one. You have to make that connection and that feeling, even if it's just through funny videos, you know? Um, and so you just have to, st- it, uh, it stems a lot from confidence and having your material ready to go and um, just your character enough of itself and adding you to it to make it real and not seem like you are just some AI who's getting paid to get likes and follows and fame, you know, like that now is becoming such a, oh, that's such a last year thing, you know, where now we want real people and we want to see the real stuff because we've been given nothing but two faced fake things for years and people are done with it now. So I try to live life as real as possible.
0: Because I'm nothing but who I am. So you can't ask. I like that. I like that, girl. You know, I, I, I feel it. And also, I do think it's cool that you can, um, I feel like it's very true. Like for me, I like to put dance. I like to put like me teaching martial arts, you know, different stuff that shows a little bit of part of me. So if people want to learn, they can. And I do. I'm not going to lie, girl. I do want to do a collab with you, like one of these days. We, I want to get together and do like either like a a workout video, like you know, I show you different stuff with the pads and do a little merengue thing, then think, you know, because you, you already see my style. <laughs> and and
1: if we're gonna do that, then I get to show you my swing dancing, my two steps, my everything, because we ain't gonna go down this Hispanic road down the white
0: girls road okay I got the old country hey you know what I got my country hat and I got my boots so you let me know I get there you know see you know <laughs> oh man because you know Mexicans I don't know if you know this but Mexicans their culture uh, it, well, say,
1: they're ranchers they're farmers as well no for sure but they don't know too I two-step
0: I gotta don't step <laughs> Oh man. But I do, I do think we, we have a lot in common, you know what I'm saying? Like you already know, we like to ride horses. You guys like to ride horses. The music is different for sure. Don't get me wrong. Music is different.
1: It's the language. Maybe not about it. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise we are pretty similar.
0: Yeah. Really? <laughs> Oh man girl so you already made me sweat see that's that's why the thing man when you got lauren right here in front of you you start sweating you see <laughs> oh. So look I got a a really I always do before I finish the episode I do have a have a good question um it's like I call it kind of like uh my last 10% right so pretty much how do you feel? when people give you compliments right for guys for example right guys we get compliments every day maybe we get one once a year but we don't really get compliments even growing up as a kid we never got anything like man you look your eyes look nice or your hair we we, it's just not part of the stigma because we're always taught stop crying you're a man and it's very different it's like so different but i know for a woman I feel like you get a lot of compliments. It could be, you could be going to the grocery store or even going to work. You'll get a compliment here and there. So what I'm trying to ask you is like, what's a compliment that you feel that it's not like, like creepy, you know? Cause you do get, I bet you get comments that are like, you, you, you make that cringe.
1: And I mean, any girl does. um, And I think it's sad that guys don't get that. My family are always raised to, you know, say what's on our mind, and I'm like, well, I got nothing but all nice things to say, so I'm like always out here commenting on guys' hair, and I'm like, why the hell your eyelashes better than mine? Why? You know, like (laughs) things like that. And I'm taking compliments from people, Um, you know, like if it's just like in passing it's a stranger and they're walking up to me because I like to go walk the strip all the time just for like exercise. It's hilarious. It's fun to watch all the crazies out, you know, like it's fun people watching. I do get talked to a lot and I do get, you know, I get females who do come up to me and they're like, Oh my God, your eyes are really pretty. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank you doll. Like that was really kind of you. You didn't even have to come out of your way to tell that to me. You kept that in your head and you, you know, decided to voice that. That's very kind of you. Um, but when it's like deliberate where they have to come across, entire room and it makes you uncomfortable because you can tell they have determination to come talk to you and you're like oh my god what happened and then it's some creepy line, like damn baby mama you real fun as hell you got a boyfriend and i'm like is that really how you want to start this conversation like you have nothing better nice to say like damn mama but like you could be like hey pretty girl you look real nice tonight you having a good night like be very kind about it and just chivalrous it doesn't have to be automatic like abrupt and aggressive in a sense and that's kind of what I've noticed down to Vegas it's, it's a lot of aggressive sense. and I'm like thank you <laughs> and then <laughs> honey wait a minute go away I mean, I, I try to take them as nicely as possible because, you know, you never want to offend somebody because they, you, maybe they don't know how they're delivering it. And maybe, you know, they think they're being really kind about it. And so you kind of want to go in it with like a kind tone as well. But there's that aspect of read the room. And if you don't read the room, do you have common sense? Like, and it's just like that little small, like domino effect where I go down and I spiral and I'm like, maybe you're not the person I should be talking to. And I walk away, just be very logical about it. I mean, I just tend to be very kind and walk away I just each it's a, it's a case by case situation.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. I like that. And and, and real quick, what's your, what's the best compliment you've ever heard? could remember that's like, man, that was, that was real smooth.
1: Um, I can't say if it was like a flirtatious compliment or anything. Um, but uh, I made high expectations. Choir is like this huge ordeal in my hometown. I have to audition to get into it, or whatever. And once you audition, you have more opportunities to go, like the state level of choir. And I remember I had made all state choir for Nevada three times, um, in three different years. Um, I remember the board of directors came up to me afterwards, cause like they had like a good connection with my choir conductor. Um, and they had work um, throughout this past two months on this and getting the Latin phrases right and things like that. And she came up to me and she grabbed my hand and she held it very softly. And she said that she really appreciated all of the hard work and determination that forth for my vocal abilities and that I came in not knowing what like (laughs) a fourth note was or like certain beats were and I would get frustrated and I'd be almost on the brink of tears because I'd be mad at myself not knowing what to do and then I would go ask somebody for help and you know well on it and be like oh I'm never gonna get it you know like I'd find the problem and I'd fix it and I'd ask so when she came up she expressed that to me And I've never had anyone just be like, your hard work was noticed, like somebody noticed your hard work. And it's just stuck with me my entire life that no matter what I do, even if I think nobody's watching, somebody's watching and somebody might say something or they might not. And you also might inspire somebody else to do something better. You know, be like, look at that person, look at how hard they're working Um, and they might do better. So that one comment always stuck with me, always helps me push through, like when I'm having a really hard time getting something done. Um, I just sit back and I'm like you know somebody's ought to notice whether they say it or not you know what, regardless of if anybody sees it I'm gonna do the hard work so that way I know it wasn't my fault on my end of things kind
0: of things but
1: yeah sorry off top
0: oh, wow. no, no, that was good i I love stories so i I was like' say like, I was trying to find pop my popcorn you know say you know no but you you did really good I like that I think I think it's very true um you know, sometimes like that compliment was really nice. What that lady said to you, very, very nice, very powerful, it stick to you. I was thinking too, like for me, I'm very goofy. I'll be coming up with different ideas on the spot. Like I remember one time I was at the grocery store.
1: But I feel like you would get compliments on your comedy all the time because you are and you do make people laugh and you have that tendency to make people just feel warm and welcome and just like, yeah, let's have a good time.
0: That's true. I gotta be careful. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I gotta be careful. I, I'm gonna tell you a funny story. This happened to me real life. So, um, there was two pretty girls next to me. It was at this famous club in Vegas called Blue Martini, one of the best spots ever. And I went there and I saw them right away. And I'm I'm just playing cool, right? I'm I'm not really trying to spit game, which I am. But I was I, I was really, you know I was just sitting down drinking my drink. And so the girl looks at me and she goes. Uh so so wh- what are you doing here? I'm like, oh I'm actually the DJ for Blue Martini. And she goes, No way. She's like, what are you doing here? I said, well, actually, today's my day off. they making sure my team is doing good today, you know? Oh man, that's crazy. Like I remember that drop. It was just like, like, wow. And at this time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm guessing the whole story is not real, by the way. And so she believed it. And she's like, let me buy you a drink. You you were amazing. Let me just get you a drink. I'm like, cool, girl. You know, she asked for my drink. drink, And then she was like, you want hookah too? I said, I'll take anything. And so she got me a hookah, 45 bucks. I said, all right, cool. Keep bringing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And she was like, and then when the music got better, I was like, all right, this is my special time to shine. So I heard some music. I was like, hey, girl, you want to dance? She's like, oh, oh, yes, of course. With the DJ, I, I got it. <laughs> so that's the thing about me. So I actually improv. Imp- oh, I said, oh, I said, break it down, break it down, break it down. <laughs> so that's the thing about me. I come, up, come up on the spot. I'm testing actually my skills and I noticed that if I tell a story and it's so good and it's engaging and it's funny, they'll buy it. And most of the people, I'm going to be real. If you go to the club, most of these people from out of town, they don't know your backstory. They don't know who's your ex. You know, they don't know anything. And it's kind of funny. It was like a little fun game. But, you know, I, I got one more story. One more story. I got shit. One more. That's it. That's it. So there was one time it was a bunch of people. It was in, back in Chicago. And it was a famous club. It's called The Mine. Floors is, is a big spot. And the crazy thing, there was one pretty girl all the way in the back, back. Curly hair. And seven guys go up to her and watches seven and all the guys did the same thing. Hey girl, let me get you a drink. They got her a drink. Ding! And then they, they, um, <laughs> and she took it took, And then the guy would say, Hey, you want to dance? And she goes, it's good, but thank you. And all the seven dudes did the same thing and they never got a dance with, with the girl. And my, y- your boy is different. Watch this. Your voice is different. Wait up. <laughs> so I come in. I come in all smooth. And I said, girl, you know, what's so funny that all these dudes bought you a drink and they couldn't get that one dance with you. And she starts laughing. <laughs> She's laughing. <laughs> and she, I, saying- yeah, that's what they did. That's what she did. And so, <laughs> and so I said. And, um, well, you got a lot of drugs, man. That's crazy. She's like, yeah, you want one? I'll like, say, yeah, I'll take one. So I took it because I saw she didn't sip it. She got seven beers right there. So I took one. I was like, all right, cool, cool. And I said, cheers, thing for those idiots. Ding, ding. <laughs> we cheered right? <laughs> and tell me why she's laughing. She's, you know, she's, you could tell she's relaxed she and comfortable, you know. Relax, take it easy. That's it. Oh, I ain't nothing never no, <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> <Nothing. laughs> oh man I love that song by the way. I love that song and the crazy thing is we did a dancing and she was like, wow how the dance And I said, girl, you ain't gonna believe this but uh, um I've been an instructor she's, like, oh man you teach. I'm like, yeah, but uh, Giannis, I'm going to charge the weekend. So you lucky today. <laughs> and, see, and see what I mean? I'm just, I'm just crazy. But I, I'm just showing a little thing how I feel like what I've learned, the best thing, if you're going to approach a pretty woman, don't, like you said, don't come off aggressive. Don't be like everyone else. I think if you are different, Um, they're going to respect that. Like, I feel like you have to see that. And I stood out because I didn't do what everyone usually does. I just be myself, break the ice. And I think if I'm, what were you going to say? What were you going to say?
1: Well, I was just adding on to that. I was thinking like the more or less, you know, you came off like a friend. Like you came off, you didn't want to have her for one night, you know, kind of a thing. The other guys seemed and acted as if they only wanted her because she was pretty. And only wanted a one-night stand with her, and that's probably why she was like, nah. And you came off as funny, as like humble and kind. And she was like, I'm gonna give this man a chance because he treated me very kindly and with respect.
0: Res- Look at that. That's why I need her as my lawyer. She she's gonna have my back. You know so She got my bag, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, good. Well, I'm going to wrap it up, guys. This is the Allah to Reality, the oldest podcast in Chicago every Tuesday. Don't don't like, share, comment, and subscribe. Ching-ching! And y'all know where to find me. I'm on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Instagram, the Allah to Reality. My TikTok is at yakov 28 and my Snapchat is take one, pass it. And Naomi, where can my fans find you?
1: Um, You can find me on all sorts of different social medias. On Instagram, I am under Naomi Grace. Um, TikTok, you can find me under Gracie Lou
0: 1. I love it. (laughs) Thank you, girl. Thank you.